Hey everybody, this is the MTV Arena Podcast, episode 6. Are you sure it's episode 6, or are we on episode 5? I don't know, but we lost count. So, <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the MTV Arena Podcast, either 5 or 6. I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Danny. And I'm Nick. And we're on the joining us live. it is 5. It's definitely five. It's definitely five. We, okay, we have our uh, we have our backup producer Chris checking in on that. We're actually on uh, episode five. We uh, we lost count already. We're doing so well in the ratings. No, we're not. Awesome. Um, we're doing pretty good in the ratings. We have five we're listeners. We're in the but... ratings. I have I have three people who I know and watch and listen to us. Can't believe it. Awesome. Well, funny story. Uh, myself, Andrew, and Nick were actually at the Yankee game the other night along with my wife, and. Uh, we happened to sit behind one of my wife's coworkers uh, without realizing it. And Did Andrew, you know us? No, but I was. I will. sold. Andrew yeah. sold the podcast to nice friend. When, the uh, let me just establish what I mean by sold is I uh, talked. You sold out. I, you sold. I out. sold out, but actually, I, I didn't make any money off it. So, um, <laughs> I was also very, very. Uh, Drunk at the Yankee game. Inebriated yes. is the correct word. I was going all over the place pitching our podcast to everybody that would listen. That you were. Andrew. He was like, "I am drunk. I'll listen to the Empty Arena podcast. I'm available on iTunes. That's what he basically did. Which we are available on iTunes as of today. So congratulations, hey. fellas. We made it. Thank you. Woo! All right. We made the big Pop time. The big time. What? What? I made it. That's, that was an awful reference, Andrew, for a theme song. <laughs> for, was, uh, a, was it WrestleMania 35's theme hey, song? Kevin Rudolph it was the flow rider of, of 2004. The flow rider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we went a little bit off on a tangent there. However, uh, on today's show, we are going to be speaking about the results for 2018's Hell in a Cell uh, for a little bit, as well as the 2K19 roster that was just revealed uh, the other day. Um and uh, I believe we're also going to talk about past WWE games, uh, ranging from SmackDown 1 through SmackDown 2K18, which is 18. WWE 2K18. I think we should even put Warzone in the mix. Ooh. Yeah. Or well, even WWF Attitude. W, how about WCW versus NWO World Tour? What is, wait, what is how the about WCW? WCW Thunder? I don't Thunder. know. Thunder. I had Thunder. WCW Revenge. Revenge. So, oh so we have a uh, Chris is actually a resident expert for uh, Nintendo sixty four. Uh, that was the last gaming console. <laughs> All he owned. things early two thousands. Yes, I think I got it in ninety nine or two thousand, but that was my game. WCW Revenge. First, it was WCW NWO World Tour, um, but we can get into that a bit later. Yes, just, just be thankful you didn't uh, play WWE Crush Hour. <laughs> I love that I game. That Don't game make was, fun of it. I heard that game was piece awful. Of it was yeah. It was. It was basically like what is happening now at WWE. So it's PG it's about, like that. No, it's about like Vince McMahon wanting to own every TV station in the world, and <laughs> he decided to put uh, a car combat channel on his network. <laughs> Better foreshadowing, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, before we jump into Hell in the Cell, just a quick question to ask you guys, um, and I, I, I'm sure this is just rumors um, and speculation, but did you guys happen to see that TNA had a meeting with WWE? The other day? I saw that. I saw a headline. What do we think it is? I don't know, but e- even if they buy TNA, it's just, you know. I don't think it's buying TNA. From what I read, um, it, it's possi- It's a possibility that uh, it's a possibility that AJ Styles, uh, along with Samoa Joe and a few other alumnus from TNA, 
maybe going into some sort of Hall of Fame. Oh. That makes sense. And uh, and it's also a possibility that I that I also read that WWE may be purchasing TNA's the video library for the network. I was actually going to uh, chime in and suggest that. I, I think that there were discussions about a year or two ago about that very topic in which they were talking about purchasing the video library because on the WWE network they wanted to showcase uh, past matches from guys like Styles and Joe and mm-hmm. probably Bobby mm-hmm. Roode. So they probably want to acquire that footage to you know put those projects into play. Chris, did you hear that? Yes. Okay, good. You, you were very quiet on that... Uh... The nice long intro that we just had. <laughs> I'm here. Chris uh, is. Are, uh, you, are you nervous? Am I nervous? My oh yes. I played that game in high school nice so tomorrow. many times. Yeah. So yeah, Chris. In case you guys didn't hear, Chris is actually going for his uh, laser surgery tomorrow uh, to get freaking laser beams attached to his eyes. <laughs> I'll be ill-tempered. <laughs> ill-tempered. So you're getting the reverse Superman, right? <laughs> yes, I am getting. I'm getting X-ray vision put in. Nice. The kayfabe storyline for this is that Chris is really, uh, what happened was on TV, uh, Mr. Fuji came out and threw a, a bucket of salt in Chris's face, <laughs> blinded him. Uh, the match had to be stopped, got carried out on a stretcher in pain, brought yeah. to the back. Uh, he'll be off TV for a couple of weeks, and this is the uh, true story behind it. But uh, <laughs> I, I think at this point, Chris, you, you, should be, you should be good to go for next week's episode, right? Um, I should be. I might be. Uh, I might look like Ray Charles, but I will be there. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> I, I guess we'll see. Ah, see what he did there? We'll see. Ha, ha, ha. We Put shall see. Yeah. Because that is not guaranteed tomorrow. Safety not guaranteed. Okay, oh, so uh, just jumping right in. Uh, Let's go into it. Hell yes. in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. So Hell in a Cell was held in San Antonio on a Sunday. Um I think the big thing uh, that everyone noticed was the red hell in a cell. Oh, cell. my goodness. I want to know which poor bastard had to spray paint that whole thing. <laughs> how much? Uh, how many cans of spray paint did you think they have to go to Home Depot for? <laughs> yeah, like, bare like paint. Did, I don't like, know. Did they have to go down like aisle 19 and wait for... I wonder, for somebody to get the keys I to the cage. I wonder if they sprayed it or there was just like these poor road guys just fucking, <laughs> you know, like just <laughs> painting all night long. I can see man just going in the back saying, I want it red, god damn it. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It has to be Let's red. Let's just change it for the hell of it. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But um, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it was different. Uh, I, I don't know. Was it hard for you guys, was it hard for you guys to see the, the red cage? You know? I think at first it psychologically was such a, a, a big thing that stood out. I think as time went on, it um, it seemed to settle in. I guess, but you know what it is the other thing too. There was only two cell matches, so throughout the night it didn't. I guess have an effect. Yeah, and Very it, true. it it didn't really bother me that it was red, but I don't know. I guess I'm a purist and I like it when it's the regular metal looking color. Yeah. Question: yeah. Have have they? Acknowledged the change in the 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 hell in the cell at all the the, the redness. So. They're um, not acknowledged. I don't think. I so. I don't think they did. They they may have on Raw for a split second, but I, I other than that, I don't. Think I didn't they see anything. I, I I mean, I didn't hear anything. I didn't watch the pre-show. I don't know if anybody out there watched the pre-show could confirm if they did actually mention it in specific. But I I don't think we heard anything. If you can confirm, please reach out reach out to us on Twitter at at, at empty arena podcast. Uh, no, that's wrong. At empty arena show. Then, Holy smokes. I am way off. The and, shameless plug. And <laughs> shameless. And be sure to uh, 
share our dank memes on uh, <laughs> on, on our Instagram Don't be channel. Shy. Slip into our DMs. Uh, uh, Chris, that is slide into our DMs. Yes, I gotta say, yeah, do that too. I might be the master of sliding into DMs mm. with all my Instagram oh pushing my. I've been doing, and all, all my hashtags on Twitter because uh, hey, we're folks, the co-social media managers. Andrew slips. He's single and ready to mingle. Oh, oh no. No, he's single. All the, all the 10 Sorry, men Mrs. that are <laughs> listening to this. Sorry, no, Mrs. He, Slips. He, he's single and ready to mingle with manager. Listening. Single and ready to mingle with manager. I think that's my joke of the evening. Okay. Um, so we went off on two tangents there. Um, so, uh, okay, let's go with the uh, the pre-show match. It was a new uh, new day. See, I, I picked up on that from last week. Um, yep. along uh, Along with Xavier Woods. Uh, and Rusev Day. That's their new tag title, uh, tag team name. Rusev well, Day. I guess we could also talk about what happened on SmackDown because yeah, Rusev Day is no more, a th- is no longer yeah. a, a, a unit. They broke up. What what caused the breakup? I, I, I didn't watch SmackDown, obviously, as you can tell. Well, so. Aiden English actually uh, got yelled at by Rusev and Lana for letting them down on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Aiden English was complaining to some jobber in the back that was a, with a headset and a button-down shirt, <laughs> making like he's a producer when he's just a, a jobber. Anyway, um, so he was talking about how Rusev Day was all his idea and that Rusev and Lana would be nothing without him, and Lana was listening to the whole thing, and she goes, I tell Rusev. <laughs> uh, do, do, we have a, do we have an actual audio clip of this or a video clip? Do we? Do we? No, we don't want to get sued? Okay, good, we don't. <laughs> so. That's why you have me, folks. There you go. I also wow. think I also think that hopefully with getting rid of Aiden English, uh, they try to push Rusev a little bit more because like he was doing a lot of comedy stuff and things like that. Maybe they're trying to get rid of Aiden English with him so this way they could make him a little bit more serious, like more of a a badass type character. Yeah, well I found it interesting that they it wasn't it wasn't Rusev that made the turn. It was English that made the turn. Mm-hmm. So he was standing on top, you know, as like the segment you know ended. But like Chris said, he will probably kill Aiden English because I mean I think Rusev has way more uh, longevity than English does. Much more longevity. But the match itself, the pre-show match itself was fine. I had a feeling New Day was gonna win. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was gonna end either one way or another. Um, with either new champs or a turn, so. Okay. Um, so the second match was Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. Uh, that match in my opinion, have... best match of the night. I totally agree with Chris. I think that that was the best match of the night, and I loved that they used the screwdriver. That was creepy. And they did the whole and, thing. And, uh, Hardy's uh, gauge. It was fantastic. Yeah. It it brought up a little attitude error. They had tables. They had ladders. That's what a Hell in a Cell match is supposed to be. Oh. I just didn't like the 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 way that it ended, where he kind of just like was hanging o- off the cage that he falls onto the. I think it helped. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. It se- it seemed as though that uh, Jeff Hardy was hanging there one too many times, and uh, uh-huh. Randy Orton had gotten off the the table. He had he had time to stop. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's, it, just, yeah, that, it just looked a little choppy there. That was a weird spot, but for other, sure. Well, the other than thing, that, great match. Well, the, only, the only thing I liked about the match was that it was extreme. You know, meaning like mm-hmm. it was 
Jeff Hardy match. It was, you know, like Danny said, the screwdriver uh, hanging off the top of the cage, uh, all the, you know, the tough spots that uh, that he had, you know, doing the crazy moves. Yeah. And that match was 26 minutes. Uh, yeah, was a, 20, was 24, real... 24 50. That was the, uh, the match length. Oh yeah. That was yeah. a long match and it led off the card. So that was, that was a really, really strong start to the pay-per-view. Right. As opposed to the, uh, <laughs> well, the, as opposed to the bad finish, we'll get to that later. Yeah. For <laughs> the mean, non-finish. Yeah. You can call it that. 20, um, 25 minutes for an opening match is something. I mean, if you're really 35, if you count in Orton's entrance, which is about 10 minutes. Usually, <laughs> but, uh, um, no, I mean, my God, that that screwdriver through the gauge spot, that was, uh, I got to say for myself, it was rather cringe-inducing because I was not expecting that. Right. Yeah. It's it's a, a super controlled environment, but at the same time, it looks just yeah, horrible. They know how to, they know how to push Well, you nasty. know, if, if, if Jeff Hardy moved his head any other way or Randy Orton slipped on the... The screwdriver could have been a lot worse. It could have been legit, you know, whoever the ref was putting it, uh, doing his arms in the X motion and kind of cut the match short because of, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just a little piece of skin. A little, it would have kept did going. You, did you guys hear what's, uh, there was a new NXT call up? Um, the screwdriver is actually going to NXT. <laughs> He's, um, yeah, he has a developmental contract. And did you guys nice. see the picture of him, of him and Triple H? <laughs> I heard he's very sharp. He really put over that screwdriver. His real name is Phillips. All right. All right. So, um, okay. So that was a that was a decent match. Good match. Um, the, the next one was Becky Lynch and Flair. This was good. Uh, not a cage match, um, but from what I remember, it was a very good match. Mm-hmm. Good story. Good story. Becky won clean. Yeah, I, I liked, love to see. I liked it. Not like she didn't use any heel tactics. They put her over clean. I think we're gonna see Becky be stone cold Becky Lynch <laughs> and Charlotte Flair be like the rock of SmackDown. That's now, what it seems to be uh, as far as the route. I mean, even uh, good old Jr. even said that Becky's uh, recent turn and new storyline seems to remind him a lot of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin in '97. That is, isn't it such a, it's such a rock stone cold type feud. It is definitely Austin. I, I don't what? know. I don't know why, but I what? wish that. <laughs> what? Drink a little beer. Huh? What? <laughs> Some what? Steve Wazers. What? <laughs> um, no, I think, I think that what I would love to see for some strange reason is I would really love to see Charlotte start to take on some of the cheap cheating ways that her father used to do. You know, like the oh, please don't hurt me. The like the eye rake or the, the uh, yeah. She's, she's done that before. Yeah. Yeah. Has she? She's had a run. I think she's done. I think she's awesome done low blows. She had the heel yeah. run on Raw primarily. Th- right. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Okay. So there's that. Uh, there was a, the, the Ziggler match in McIntyre and Ambrose and Rollins match. For the tag titles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew that the tag titles were not going to change hands there. They couldn't. They couldn't do it. I think it was just a placeholder just to keep them all involved until uh, the, the Super Showdown when they have their uh, their six-man tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, stupid question about the Super Showdown. I, I, I don't want to jump off topic here, but... Um, You're about to. Yes, I am. Don't do it. Don't do it. Ah-ha! I did it. Um, Careful. No. Have they ever had any other pay-per-views in Australia besides this? I think this is the first one. I can yeah, not that I'm aware of. Wrong, right? but I think this is the first one. I don't know. They've done down under. 
they've done live events in Australia. But yeah. I'm sure oh yeah, I'm not sure about that. Right. Right. Because th- this is probably historical for you know their, uh, you know their history. Oh, for sure. That would be, that yeah. that's gonna be cool. Yeah. I'll be there watching it at six o'clock on a Saturday night. You're gonna be in Australia. I got. No, he's gonna be at Comic Con. I know. I'll be at Comic Con <laughs> with John. <laughs> Guys, guess guess what? Uh, Empty Arena Podcast is going live at Comic Con. We're gonna be there repping and uh, marking out over wrestling cosplay. Word. <laughs> although although uh, we both have badges for Saturday and there are no wrestlers there, so <laughs> yeah, because they're all gonna be in Australia. So um, we're gonna have to disguise ourselves as wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, so wait. So yeah, Ziggler and McIntyre, Ambrose, Rollins. It it was a it was a house show match. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Seth freaking Rollins. No, it's Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> I did Ambrose. Did Ambrose. Ooh. Let's get into uh, Night Night AJ. Mm. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. I think the best pure uh, storyline on the card. Um, it was an incredibly physical match. It was really, it really showcased how good of a seller that AJ is because he was being thrown around like a rag on. He made Joe look so good. They have. It such was good a chemistry. really well done match. Yeah, no, yeah. You, they they could they could. Oh my god! It was an unbelievable match. Yeah, even outside of the WWE, they had some very excellent matches together, and uh, the the storyline is is building up. You know, as I said uh, last week for predictions, I figured that Styles was going to win because they would want the to keep everything going. You know, because then if Joe won, it would kind of put a stop to the rivalry almost. Is it sad that I don't remember the match? <laughs> do, you, do you remember it? It like uh, Joe went to go submit him, but his shoulders were on the ground, and and the ref didn't but see Styles he did tap. tap. Yeah, he definitely. Yes, yeah, so yes, I remember that part. Yeah, that's that's how they're going to. Yeah, of course. Elongate this feud. But I, I feel like they, I, I feel like WWE uses that finish way too often now. Feuds you have know, a, a miscount or yeah, yeah, or a DQ or something. Or DQ, right? Yeah. Like having both people's both participants' shoulders on the mat at right. the same time, or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's just to kind of um, not make either person look completely weak in the right. exchange, just to prolong it, I suppose. Well, that's that's the like the new formula for feuds. Like back when you know we first started watching, it was always you know guys would get into an argument, they wouldn't you know touch touch each other until the pay per view. I don't, right. I don't know why I stepped over my words there. I'm like, they They had to have touch each other. They had to consent. I want to touch you, Ken Shamrock. I don't know why I used Danny's voice. And why'd you use Ken Shamrock? Talk like that. No, Ed. Why would you use Ken Shamrock? I don't know. I just have attitude errors. I don't talk like that. Why would you use Ken Shamrock? Hey, leave me alone, guys. Now, uh, now okay. it's now the feu- now the feuds are always like there's two guys, they f- they have a match, someone wins thirty five times. They have another match, they have <laughs> another match, and then they have another match on top of that one. But it's usually win, draw, somebody else wins, draw, and and then the final person who's supposed to win. Wins. Well, yeah, wasn't then- that also a game show in the seventies? Win, lose, or draw? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. 
Yeah. It's coming back. Chris, uh, Chris sounded very boring with my uh, reference there. He's like, yeah, it <laughs> is. <laughs> Let's go. Move on. Chris, what time do you have to be in for surgery tomorrow? Um, I have to be there for 10, 15. My mom's coming to pick me up. She's going to take me. Hi, mom. Oh, Christopher. So you have to be there for 10, 15? I ha- well, no, I have to be there by 10, 15. I'm having the surgery at 10, 15. Okay. So I have to be up with the chickens. So, uh, so, so, so you can't watch all three hours of War, War right now? Oh, I've, I'm already done. I watched it. Oh, now, so, okay. well, I, I have one question about mm-hmm. that that match. It was oh, awesome match, and questionable. We saw that coming, but would it have been better in a cell? Yes. What do you guys think? Was it enough? I feel like anything anything is better in a cell. But I, I honestly don't think that that feud and that storytelling and that these two athletes i guess these really great wrestlers i don't think they needed a sell no. for this match to be particularly successful i think it got its message across mm-hmm. and i think it was entertaining without the sell but maybe anything they, maybe they could have had better a in a sell maybe they could have had a dip, different stipulation as as far as uh not being a sell maybe they, it could have been like a first blood match Ooh, I, I, I know they don't do, they that, anymore. do that they won't blood. do that anymore will they I mean, maybe maybe although, they can make an exception with. Although I did notice every match I blooded it. <laughs> right. <laughs> These two real idiots make them bleed. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I think Chris, <laughs> we, heard, we heard everything. You word. uh, you cut it in out there, and, and I don't know. It sounded like a crazy. All, all like, we heard rant. was make them bleed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I would, hey, I would ladies and gentlemen, we have a uh, we have a case for a murderer on our hands right now. <laughs> make I'm gonna make him bleed. But the problem is now, like people are like during the, during the during the show. I mean, guys were getting guys and girls were getting cut up like on their leg and on their arm and on their back. So if you if you do a first blood, it's really tricky because what if something like somebody gets nicked yeah. in a weird spot and it just it basically gets it all thrown out. Well, well, like I was saying though, every every match pretty much had blood in it, and they all got nicked in weird spots anyway. So why not? Yeah, yeah. I. But it doesn't have to be a first blood stipulation. It could be yo. Know, it could have been a street fight. Could have been. Yeah. No, first man. Oh, I no, mean, well, Styles is already standing. Styles, no, that's, are, that's Styles, Styles already did last man standing with Nakamura. So, I mean, I'm guessing with Joe being that it probably is becoming more of a pure wrestling match. I mean, it is brawling. They could maybe do a submission match or an right, quick right. match. I yeah, know, I could that. see a that's, submission match happening. I, a great I was, way to end it. But. I was actually thinking a backstage brawl. I mean, you know, whatever, like a no no DQ match or whatever, because I can to- I've, I've seen both of them do matches with. Uh, you know, chairs and tables and kendo sticks and well, that that kind of happens. Different things that kind of happened on Raw with uh, Constable Lieutenant Baron Corbin um, <laughs> as the Constable Corbin as the general manager. <laughs> the uh, the last match he be you know he put himself in the match and he made a DQ match at the end after he realized he you know was losing. So <laughs> he made a DQ match and he took out a kendo stick and beat the crap out of uh, who, who Roman yeah. Reigns. Yeah, the guy but with I, the wettest hair. Awesome. But I, but I mean, uh, you know, just I, I totally could see AJ and uh, Joe doing a lot of good stuff backstage, doing some crazy moves with each other backstage. For future or, reference, when we see AJ, I, we're talking about AJ Styles, not AJ Lee. Yeah, that'd be weird. That'd be very weird. Actually, actually what I'd like to do stuff with her backstage. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. Wow, Chris. There we go. This is how's how's your wife? Explicit podcast now. 
Oh my god. How's your wife, Chris? My wife was offended. I don't even have one. So, all right. So, uh, but that, that was a that was a great match. I had one thing to add on Danny's point. I feel like it would be perfect. This would be perfect for one of those like home invasion angles. Yes. Yes, but how about AJ yes. invades uh, Samoa Joe's home instead? Yeah. Brian so, so he's, Stone Cold S. So he's yeah. so AJ Styles is gonna fly to Samoa and go beat the shit out of his family. I don't think so. Yeah, that well, uh, I mean, depends on where he lives. Does he still live in Samoa or is he uh does he live in California? Nick, do you know? He is built from Huntington Beach, California, so I I would think that it's where he still is. I don't know if he's living there now. I Wendy. Really <laughs> Don't make fun of my wife, AJ Styles here. AJ Ferguson. So let's. I guess we should talk. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the the Rousey match now, right? Rowdy Ronda sure. Rousey. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, listen, Rousey is. You know, she she's got great judo talent, so she's gonna make a WWE match look great. And by the way, Danny is our in-house. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, whatever it is, Judo, Karate, <laughs> Dojo Master. Just, just make shit up. Judo, judo Jitsu. I believe dojo, it's, uh, it's not Tiger Shulman's Karate. It's, it's I think... Well, uh, well, what about Octopus 2000? Yeah, that's... That, <laughs> I, I went to Octopus 2000. Actually, Octopus. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what? The one thing that really stood out about this match, I have to say... Um, was that, uh, you know, on paper, in, in a real-life fight, everyone would imagine that Ronda Rousey would decimate poor little Alexa in a matter of seconds. But being that this is a pro-wrestling environment, being that it is a staged environment, um, you have to give credit to Alexa for, you know, coming off in a way that really uh, sold it to the point where she really was believable as a formidable opponent in this match. Like she exactly, really, yeah. she really carried herself very well. She used a lot of really good psychology, you know, throughout the match through her facial expressions and through a lot of different, uh, tactics that, um, got the audience engaged, uh, you know, you know, being sneaky here and there, you know, attacking, you know, an injured body part, like well, even, little classic yeah. things like that. It worked. Yeah. Well, even, uh, on Raw, Rousey kind of put over Alexa. She was like, you know, I I, I appreciate Alexa, you know, helping me become champion or, you know, uh, what did she say exactly? I don't she, remember all the words. She said something like, you know, I, I, Alexa gave her a, a match better than she anticipated. Yeah. And it made Ronda, you know, really dig down and realize for herself, you know, she's Which is a better champion than yeah. she thought than, than she thought she was. And, you know, there is, you know, a, a, sen- a, a sense of reality to that because Ronda is coming into this, you know, for all intents and purposes, green, still relatively green. I mean, she's doing great. Don't get me wrong. But... Um, you know, there's, I guess, you know, still a, a lot to it. And, you know, for her to hold her own against someone who has more experience and, and not around the, the squared circle, um, that uh, shows, uh, you know, how good Ronda's doing right now, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that they didn't do another squash angle and it showed it sent a message to the rest of the, I guess, the, the women's locker room that. Ronda Rousey will sell. Like, she's not going to just right. work stiff. And, like, she'll be able to put on a match and make 
other people in the division look strong. She's not looking to be this monster Brock Lesnar type this that just dominates yeah. everyone. Right. No, this is definitely not Lesnar. She has a, a, a better uh, appreciation for the business and for putting people over, um, just like she's been put over by everybody else, at, uh, you know, in the onset of her career. Very that's important. a great point. Yeah. Valid point. That's, a fantastic, that's probably, the, I think, the most well-said thing on this podcast. Yeah. She comes off she comes off as very gracious and she comes off in a way that she's really appreciative of the opportunity. She's not somebody that is looking to cash out and just, you know, throw her weight around and act like who the hell now, she is, you know. Now, Ronda Rousey is actually a wrestling fan yeah. as far mm-hmm. as I know. So yep. she every time she comes out to the ring and stands in the middle of the WWE universe, I hate using that term, but that's what it is now. The company line. The company line. John's a mark. I'm a mark. Uh, she stands in the middle of the arena on a mic, and it looks like she's about to cry every time because I, I, I honestly believe that she is so happy to be there. And, and you could just tell that she's so emotional about you know where she is right yeah. now. Yeah. UFC was great for her, got her up to the top. And now she's living out what I think is her actual dream is being a wrestler because as far as I know, she loved wrestling as a kid. Um, on Raw the other night, she made references to Bret Hart, uh, Stone Cold. You know, yeah, I mean, all, all the '90s and you know, late '80s, early '90s, mid '90s wrestlers that we all love and know and Rowdy, you know, uh, you know, Roddy Piper gave her his gimmick, yeah. So, which is which is huge. Yeah, I love it graciously. So, I might add, right. like he he was a huge fan of Ronda Rousey, and he gladly gave up that moniker. Yeah, yeah, I just love the jacket too. Apparently, um, from what I understand. The leather jacket that she wears to the ring is actually Piper's, mm-hmm. like his actual leather jacket. Uh, Roddy's uh, Roddy's son gave it to her. Yeah, she she actually asked him for permission to use the name in the UFC as well. And so, he gave yeah he yeah gave it to her he there. gave he gave her permission for that in UFC as well. So when they introduced her, she was Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Right, and that and that's just shows that's, her commitment awesome. to to wrestling. Um, so. Uh, we also skipped over a match because uh, we were kind of kind of match of the night probably. Uh, mm. Ms. Maurice and Brian and Bree. No, no. Yes, no. Maurice with the big W. This was <laughs> not. Uh, this was not. I don't know. I didn't love it. I'll be I, again. I don't remember it. I'll be honest. It was. It was a lot of running around and Maurice running away from Bree and Bree with a lot of. What was it? Was it in the bathroom? Was I don't remember. As predicted. Maurice won with a cheat. Again, Maurice. Oh, yeah. Maurice. Sal Papandrea-esque. She's not a French man. <laughs> Why? How, Hello, this, is, Hello this is Maurice. What am I saying? It's uh-huh. not It's Guys. not Maurice? It's Maurice. Maurice. Oh, Maurice. Maurice. What would be oh, amazing? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pitching the next pay-per-view. The Miz comes out, and he's like, you know what, Brian? Me and Maurice are going to beat you up at the next pay-per-view, and it turns out to be some goon named Maurice. <laughs> like like some NXT developmental oh, guy. Oh, you're so funny. Hello, Hello, Danny. No, I'm not making fun of you. Uh, I am here for kicking ass and taking names. That was a mix of French and Russian. So. Oh, that's great. None of which I am. I am Italian. All right, well, I guess let's kind of talk about the but, big... Well, well, well oh, just, we to, just to go back, did, I don't know, like, where do we see this feud going now? I mean, on SmackDown, they had a segment where Maurice faked an injury, and then Brian, I mean, uh, 
Miz tried to pull a fast one on Brian, and Brian kicked them out of the ring. So I, I think the next few, I mean, they're supposed to be fighting at, in Australia. Mm-hmm. They are, and the stipulation there is the winner will get a WWE championship opportunity. Ooh. Didn't know that. Yes, indeed. Did not yes, realize indeed. That. Yes, that was just announced on uh, Ms. TV, the most must-see TV show in WWE history, next to Ms. and Mrs. Of course. See, now I, I wonder if Brian will win that, and then Ms. will interfere in his match, and then... That will continue the feud of Brian and Miz. You mean until Brian gets the WWE opportunity? No, to like to get the championship. Like Brian goes over at this next pay per view, so Miz loses, and then he has then, the championship match. Yeah, and Miz screws him over. Somehow. Right, possibly I, a. Not, I wouldn't say Survivor Series. Yeah, maybe I don't Royal think. Rumble. I don't think they're gonna put the strap on Brian anytime soon. Well, I think, no, I think that they're going to have the Miz. I think that's what Andrew's saying, that the Miz is going to uh, interfere and cost him the match and therefore set up something at maybe Royal Rumble or Mania. Yeah, yeah that's that makes sense. So we think, we think this uh, feud is going to go all the way up to Mania? I think if they do it right, it can. I sure hope so. And, it, and it's possible that... Maybe we, we don't. We don't think that it, is that like six pay per views. I was gonna say we don't think that's well, dragging out too much. You what you got to do is you got to like, it's like dating. You know, you date oh, one yeah. per. You can't date one person for you know just a set amount of time. You got to date around a little bit. So and Andrew, speaking uh, from experience, speaking from single life experience, but like you have Miz and Brian, like they should go off and have different feuds. Still like come back to each other, but you know if, right. you, lo- if you love something. Set it free. Let it go. And then have a great, <laughs> if it comes and then back, have a great let it, mania match. Let it blossom. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. The mania match is is basically the wedding right now, and this is dating. That's such a. You're so you're so adorable. So I am. So this is wise. like. So is this like third base? Oh, this is this is uh, <laughs> eh, just about okay. See, John, John's catching on. So shortstop. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, what if I wanted to play devil's advocate and say, what if they had? Who are? <laughs> if they have the Miz go over in this match, and then have the Miz do some heel tactics and beat Styles, and then have Brian chasing the championship until Mania, that's a possibility too. With Brian, I think it's very Rumble. unlikely. Well, wait, 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 but where's some Joe coming into this? Is, he, is that feud just going to stop? You think? I, I mean. AJ did say in his interview in, on SmackDown that, you know, we'll do this one more time at Super Showdown with, you know, it's going to be a no disqualification, no rules match. I, I don't know how long they could go on with Samoa Joe and not have him start to look bad, being that he has, let's face it, lost all of these matches. So yes. now you're saying it's a no rules match in Australia. Yeah, so do you think right. it's based off of the Outback Steakhouse menu uh, item that's no longer there? <laughs> <laughs> the No Rules Burger? Just right. <laughs> you didn't well, expect that one, did you? The No Rules Bloomin' Burger <laughs> Onion <laughs> match. So, let's get into the last match of the evening. The world's greatest match, hashtag sarcasm. Roman <laughs> reigns against Braun Strowman. Featuring a special guest star at the end of the match. So this was a this was a pretty good match up until, up until the, end. the end, man. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, even like when you had the Shield come out and 
is is the McIntyre Ziggler is is their tag team name the Dogs of War? That's such a sure like, really. So that's a, well, yeah. Well, that, that's what Strowman called, referred to. Him, referred to we are the Dogs of War. You're gonna get these hands. No, you, that's you had saying. your brothers. I have my Dogs of War. You, you know, you're, you're Braun Strowman and Vinny. That was actually a very good Braun Strowman. Thank you. Wait, no, no, Thank no, you. no. Your Braun Strowman and Vinny Mac impression are exactly the same. Guys, I'll be at, <laughs> I'll be at the Laugh Hut on Sunday night at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and you can check out my other podcast called uh, is the Anything Laugh, Goes. Is the Laugh Hut in Samoa? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Throwback to about Throwback. four minutes ago. Um, so, uh, and the other thing with this match was... Uh, <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> the uh, the the other thing with this match was a uh, special guest ref McFoley. Yes, I almost forgot. Yep. McFoley was a special guest referee. Yeah, because he was very forgettable. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in this role as just a throw-in that just for a cheap pop. Yeah. Yeah. My, my only question was if they if they were doing this for the twentieth anniversary of his Hell in a Cell match, why do it at this match? Why? Um, I, I I don't know. Like why? Why put it with this particular match with these two particular guys? Should he, should he have hosted the show instead? Yeah, I'm thinking that like, why do you have to be? I think that would have been better. I yeah. think maybe as like ring announcer for like one or two matches, like maybe for the Hell in a Cell matches, he could be the guest commentator. Right. Or, I mean, if we're going this route, Super Showdown it's supposed to be Taker and Triple H. Why did have? Why did they do a spot with Taker and McFoley? Where he comes out and it's like they have a little standoff. Yeah, they have a little standoff or stare yeah. down. Because Foley is like he can't wrestle. Oh, no, not not to have a match. But not not to have a match. Physically. But I'm saying like to just have a stare down and be like, oh, yo, I see you. You see me. Twenty years in the making. I I I I, I think that the problem is is Taker. Taker is still uh, um, such an overpowering figure. I think he would have just him being there would have overshadowed the match just too much. Mm-hmm. But what we came to well. know very sadly <laughs> at the end of the match is what ended up happening was the two competitors did really get overshadowed, unfortunately, because they had a, a decent enough match going uh, up until that point. But you know, and that, let's, and that let's was talk a, about the match, I guess. And that yeah. was a, that was the first where Roman Reigns having a decent match. So, so like <laughs> from a kayfabe perspective. Now, for those listeners Why? out there, explain what kayfabe is because they don't know what oh, it is. Kayfabe is uh, within the world of wrestling. So we're not talking backstage politics or whether it's real or uh, rehearsed. We're referring, you know, kayfabe is the storyline, like the storyline perspective. So in kayfabe, Lesnar comes out, rips the, the, the door, door off, off the yeah. cage. Cool spot. I think it's still pretty cool. Comes in, beats... Uh, you know, both guys up. What what is what is the reasoning? Just so he could ruin the match? Because when you do that, you are burying, severely burying the whole Strowman angle, building up his army of you know heels and having Ziggler and McIntyre at his side. Now, you've basically just have said none of those guys are a threat. Lesnar's the real threat. Well, maybe uh, just, maybe they're trying yeah. to set up something. Yeah. Where a triple threat match possibly? Well, they're, they will. That is what's going to happen at yeah. Crown Jewel, actually. So oh, it's, these names are insane. Yeah, I know. It's painful for me to even say it. So. WWE Crown Jewel presented in Saudi Arabia. That's... WWE Family Jewels. <laughs> <laughs> WWE Heart of the Ocean starring 
Rose Dawson. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Kate Winslet, actually. Chris. We're going to get to the Good point try. where we have no more. Like, what did I say? Kate Blanchett. Be, uh, okay. Whoops. WWE. <laughs> WWE bottle top. <laughs> Live from the Coke facility in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. Well, we, 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 all, we all have an inside joke going with this. Uh, WWE singles with manager. That's going to be a, a gimmick pay per view eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all these matches are single matches, except one tag team match. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the the whole Lesnar stuff is just getting so overused now. Yeah. At some point, like, what what is ha- like, where is this going? I don't it's, know. Like, I, I don't even are people even cheering for Lesnar anymore? I I I think it was unex- so unexpected of him to return at Hell in a Cell because he was supposed to go to the UFC. His contract was up right. WWE, and now it's, and it yeah, was, it I was don't a know. Surprise! Nobody expected it, so it was going to be a little <laughs> bit of a pop saying, "Oh well, you know, whatever, we got him, we still here." Maybe because he didn't uh, clear UFC. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we can say well, that. I think but he's going to do both. Is he? Well, that's going to be a tight schedule. Well, Nick, you mean I that's... mean he's got to train. Um. Well, well, I mean, I think he's going after Cormier. Is that who he's wanting to fight? I remember cool. Yeah, that has been. I don't a, think he's you know, gonna, at least a little bit publicized. I think that, Cormier that would strong. destroy him, but that's not here nor uh, there. Can we ask Joe Rogan? He has a he has a UFC podcast, right? Is it Joe? Rogan? No, he's got a regular podcast, but he does do uh, like Yo, MMA okay. stuff on say, it too. Ask him, he you know. Um, so well, um, yeah, and I, but uh, Nick, I mean, Crown Jewel is coming up. That's where Lesnar is going to be. He's at that. He's at that pay per view. He's. I think he's getting a payday for that, and this might be a one off. I don't think he's getting the championship at Crown Jewel. I think it's staying with Roman. Yeah, I mean they they spent over a year building up to have Roman win the belt at SummerSlam. I just don't think they're just gonna make him drop it so quick. And it's interesting because you know. It, it, it makes you wonder how, you know, Reigns is supposed to be the, like the focal point of the show. It's very clear that they want to make him like, you know, the main guy, like the guy, like how they always say in storyline, you know, he's carrying the universal title around now. But then like, you know, like you just said, you know, Andrew, you know, Lesnar comes in and just basically demolishes everybody. I mean, well, you had, you know, Rollins and Ziggler falling off the side of the cage for the table. Cool taking spot. Themselves like- out, you know. McIntyre and Ambrose on the top of the cell, you know, beating each other up. Um, but, you know, the, the main competitors in the match, they, you know, were having a good uh, fight at it. And, and now, uh, you know, Lesnar comes out and just beats everybody up and just leaves and, and the match gets called off. It just it was such an anticlimactic ending. It was very disappointing. Very disappointing. All the fans were, were chanting, this is bullshit. I heard about that. I heard about that. Yeah, that's the not. Yeah, that's not the way. Like, again, I always I try to be as optimistic as possible when it comes to WWE, but this was just one of the worst endings to a pay per view I've ever seen. It just was. It was such there, a blind ending. Like, it was no. There was honestly no reaction. Yeah, there, from there the was. Crowd. So, I mean, but, but the only there was a reaction, but there was so much build up to it. Just seeing Lesnar come in, and demolish everybody. And end it like that was awful. I think I, I think they could have done it a little bit differently. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't know, maybe have the, the shield and the dogs of war, whatever the hell they're called, 
um, team up just for the evening to beat the crap out of Lesnar. Right. Maybe at one point? I like. I, I mean, I don't. I don't love the spot that Rollins is in as you know as a Roman's boy. Like they're just they're boys. Like they're not the Shield of you know 2013, 2014. They're just you know best buds. They're 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 a bunch of dudes hanging out for the weekend, going to like you know Vegas. Well, they don't have, they don't <laughs> have the same purpose. Boys weekend. <laughs> That's basically boys weekend. I like it. They don't I have like inside joke people. They don't have the same uh, purpose as they did exactly. Back in I was by the way, we, we we do promise that there won't be too many inside jokes. Yeah, I was. So. I mean, and this is just fantasy booking at this point, but I still think that what what should have happened is Strowman gets i mean shield comes back they're super cocky they're you know their faces and then you have stroman take the belt off of roman and you have mcintyre and ziggler with the belts and they become like you know the top you know heels on raw and then you have the shield they're getting their asses kicked and they have to like fight back to where they you know once were prominent that would be a better story than these six super over dudes um, just fighting each other in the same uh, in the same storyline. And you know what, Andrew? The way you could have done that on WWE 2K18, oh my 17, God. 16, <laughs> 15, God, 14, 12, 13, I think I, I missed. Know, I, I don't know if they're on those. <laughs> I'm going backwards. I don't know. But yeah, uh, but yeah so uh, you, you could have probably built that in one of the storylines. You could have created uh, them too, if, even if you went all the way back to SmackDown. But, by, the way, that was a, oh by the way, that was a hashtag segue. That was the greatest um, segue of all time. Yeah, you crushed that segue. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Because Chris has absolutely no idea what we're talking about with video games. Uh, so he's the <laughs> resident expert of 2000 and uh, before for WWE video games and WWF <laughs> video games and WCW. So, so let's talk about uh, some video games. Uh, so know, wait, let's... A, a, good, uh, a good segment, a little bit different. So 2K19 just announced their full roster of WWE superstars and... Women wrestlers, so formerly or, divas or women superstars, I should say. So we have two hundred total. No, um, two hundred eleven. Two hundred eleven. I stand corrected. I think that includes downloadable content as well. That is very possible. So, um, so it's everything from A to Z, including Adam Cole and Zen, uh I was gonna say Zendaya, but that's a uh, that's a Disney star. Zendaya. <laughs> Zendaya. <laughs> Zelina oh. Vega. MJ from uh, Spider Man Homecoming. <laughs> But um, but the roster looks pretty stacked. Um, so I I haven't had uh I haven't played a t- like a an official WWE 2K game mm. in probably I want to say three or four years. Same here. 2K15 I think was the last one. I think that, yeah. 2K15 I think, was the yeah. last one. I think that I had la- fi- that was the last one I remember. Beating I think I have in, I think so. the last one I have is 16. <laughs> oh yeah. But after the like after a while they started getting very. Uh, very similar, and there was not much difference in it on uh, like you know the gameplay and all that stuff. The one, the one thing that I do want to say about the 2K19 is the amount of uh, characters that they said they're gonna have, but also the amount of legends that it's on there. Like I'm looking at it, and they're saying that they have Brutus the Barber Beefcake, which I never thought I would see. That's pretty epic. On a wrestling yeah. game, or like they had Papa Shango in it. Uh, you know, Dusty Rhodes. I think that they, they, you know, Macho Man. I think they even D- said they Diesel have... Diesel pre, uh, 
pre uh, pre ripped uh, I can't think of the word uh, <laughs> pre ripped hammies. Yeah, they they have like um, rikishi. They have tatanka. They have. Uh, I, I think that they even have uh, Steamboat, like a lot there, there's of just cool. Rick Rude's gonna be great if they have the old entrance. Yeah. You know, there's it's, a couple. There's a couple of people in here though that I've never heard of before. Um, there's actually somebody. Uh, the last uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca and, Belair. She's uh, NXT. Any relation to the Fresh Prince? Uh, yes. She she from West Villanovia. <laughs> she is Bold married. Me. She's married in real life to uh, Montel. Um, what's Montel Williams. No, um, Montel. Montel Jordan. Montavious Porter. Montavious Porter. MVP. Yeah. I just made that. I was only joking. That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. They okay. are married wow. in real life. Yeah. Actually. Wow. Montez Ford. Excuse me. Uh, oh, so that was way off. Okay. Quick. Uh, quick side note. I ran into Montel Williams last week. Really? At lunch. Wow. Really. What did you say to him? <laughs> Oh, no, I just saw him, and I was like, that's Montel Williams. Good. Did he say I know? <laughs> he said, oh, come here, come here, come here. Let me tell you something. Your life is in your hands. <laughs> I said, thanks, man. I appreciate but, um, it. But, yeah, no, Sorry. but, but, but uh, 2K19 does look pretty stacked. Looks cool. Um, I'm wondering if they still have creative wrestlers. Oh, yeah, uh, they're, they're gonna, I think they're gonna, still going to have. Of course they do. Plenty of creative wrestler spots. I, I hope so, because that's my, my favorite part of it. Now... Out of all the, the, the series that we've seen, so we've seen like the arcade games, we've seen like the original PlayStation uh, N64 genre, you know. Are you trying generation. to say that we're old, Andrew? We old as hell. But um, I think the SmackDown, the, the, the SmackDown series is probably the best series. And I'm, I'm talking about SmackDown. Two SmackDown, you know, just no, you roll. Yeah. Here comes yeah, the right. pain. I, I, I totally agree. I, I mean, I remember the the very first one I had was uh, Royal Rumble for Sega Genesis. Royal Rumble, yeah. That's now, that now was... to those youngsters out there. <laughs> nobody, nobody knows what Sega is. Sega. Nobody knows that either, Chris. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sega is a long gone company. Uh, they they still manufacture video games, yes, but they, yeah. but they don't do consoles anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. We apologize for the technical. Craig, I don't know. Chris is he just left? I think, <laughs> I think Chris got excited when he heard Sega, and he threw his phone against the wall. <laughs> um, I think he wants to go play. Yeah, but uh, but Sega's the last console I think for Sega was the Saturn. Uh, I think and we had Sega and that Saturn was, Dreamcast. I had that and it was awful. Yeah, I mean, you know, I oh, no, remember sorry, the Dreamcast was like. I night. remember that Royal Rumble game, and it was pretty, pretty simple: punch, kick, and su- su- suplex. Yeah, and that's, then the finishing. <laughs> it was it was super simple, and I was reading an article earlier um, that Two K Nineteen is kind of going back to being um, more of like an arc. Will have more of an arcade focus, okay, uh, versus other. 2K games over the last few years. I hope so because the mini games portions of it, like some of them were pretty simple. Like, you know, uh, the, the uh, in 16, I believe, and in 15, and I think 17 had it too. Probably 18 as well. Royal Rumble. If you tried to throw somebody over the top rope, you had to hit yeah. box X, circle, triangle, and, you know, succession yeah. that that was. That was fun, but there were other portions of it where you had to. Uh, if you try to, you know, get your shoulder up or uh, try to release yourself from a pin, you had to 
uh, get like a sliding thing back and forth in between the, the blue, red line, the, the red line, the blue line. All these mini it games. It's so annoying. Yeah, they need to bring back just you know to certain aspects of the game, just straight Counter. up button mashing too. Yeah, just have fun, you know. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much how I've beaten Andrew all these years anyway. Speaking Ooh. of beating Andrew, <clears throat> there's uh, there's actually a website that we love to go on. I'm gonna plug it. It's kayfabenews.com. Okay. Fantastic site. I'm not sure where you're going with that one. But, you were like, speaking of beating Andrew, this is a website we love. But there's a couple <laughs> articles on there. I'm assuming about WWE 2K19. But there's a, a similar website that does um, uh, articles about that. And it says that the PlayStation Classic console is coming out. It's going to uh-huh. cost $99. And <laughs> this is like something like the Onion type of article. But it says it's going to also come with... Uh, your friend from the '90s that kicked your ass at every game as a as a freebie. <laughs> so yeah, so Danny and I we've known each other for 25 years now, which is yes, insanity. Sir. And he got me into wrestling because um, the first game I ever played was WWF Warzone. Oh I, God, I Goldust. Danny was Gold Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin kicked my ass, <laughs> and ever since then, every. SmackDown, just bring it. 2K, you know, 2019. We've, uh, he's always, always beaten me. Um, and it's, I'm, it, yeah, I think that's why I have so many issues. It's, it's funny. At, fir- at first, it was like, oh, you beat me. All right, we're going to keep on playing. We're going to keep on playing. I think the very last one was maybe 2K16 or Probably, 2K15. Yeah. And I beat him. Like right away, and he's like, "Screw this! I've never played with you ever." Again. I was like, "Yep, that's it. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't played since. They haven't played in three years. We, we've played Injustice, uh, Mortal Kombat. You're fine. We're, you're, we're good with that. It's literally just SmackDown. The only the the comparison is Battlefront. So you could destroy me in Battlefronts. That's true. Hey, Chris, what was the last wrestling game you played? Just out of curiosity, <laughs> I would have to say WrestleMania 2000. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Well, I do remember that was a pretty good game. Um, if yeah, I also, it was. If I remember correctly, it was also an arcade console. So yeah. if you go, if you went to like, um, I don't even know what arcade companies are used to. You know, well, Funtime USA. Well, yeah, but that, 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 those are people that are local here in Brooklyn. Remember Funtime USA? That Brooklyn had it. baby. Brooklyn um, strong. <laughs> um, but I, I remember the console was actually pretty cool. It had two screens kind of facing each other. And it was just good old fun button mashing, yeah, button mashing. I should say that one one thing to you clarify. know because because <laughs> we we mentioned uh, before about some of the SmackDown games and going back to them. One of the things that was really cool about the SmackDown game for the I don't know how they're doing it now because I haven't played in a while uh, for the two K games, but I remember it was like you start. Um, you know your career of the career mode, and then there was a whole bunch of backstage stuff. And oh could, my god! And yeah. you could say like the Big Show comes up to you, and you could either I, I remember, like be nice to him or mean to him. And then I, I remember that the, the scripts for those things were awful. They like, were awful, but it was so much fun. It was so much it was fun. Classic. But, thanks, but like, thanks and shut up. Those were the two. Well, options. yeah, thanks, shut up. And then, like, if somebody came up to you and you were playing as like The Rock in career mode, yeah. they're like, "Hello, The Rock. How are you?" <laughs> they had a ways to go. I oh, suppose. the the best. I think the best part of these games was when they started uh, throwing in announcing. Yeah. And uh, I, they had some announcing for like uh, I think WWF, WWF Attitude had some announcing, but right. the announcing in WWF. SmackDown, just bring it. The best was it makes some makes for some of the best 
YouTube content. Taz and Michael Cole. Just look up Taz and Michael Cole on YouTube, Google. Uh, and you know what? It just was a, bring it commentary. It was actually the first game in the fe- in the series to feature commentary. Mm-hmm. So that that was you know I think when all four of us, not you, Chris, um, bought the game, I think it blew our minds. Yeah. When we started playing, and all of a sudden you hear Michael Cole and Taz come up. You know, there are twenty lines. In the and this game. was like this was good. I mean, the original like uh, like on WWF Attitude or Warzone, it was always the same. Like, ah. Oh, Kane is our great wrestler, and that's that's it. Well, it was was it WWF Attitude? You rock player one. You rock. It, it was a quiet crowd, and you yeah, just hear one person in the background. His, the last ride. Oh yeah, just bring it. That it's was a devastating move. The best. There was it was such a template, and his, the last ride is really powerful. <laughs> and then Crash is really a nice person. <laughs> Rest in peace, Crash. Yeah. His um, the rock bottom. It's a devastating move. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> who but, uh, do you think you're talking to? Who do you think to? you're talking to? Um, uh. but, but I think we could all agree that SmackDown, the original one, WWF SmackDown, was the, the trendsetter. The, the original SmackDown That was, game. yes. That's, yeah. That was like the Grand Theft Auto 3. And it was, so, it, was a a good, fun, it was such a fun... It was such yeah. a fun game. Like, you know, those old SmackDown games, you know, they were so, they were so easy to play. Like, you know, you just had, you know, your basic strike attacks or you just moved any direction, your grapple attacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was it. And now it's just like everything's like so situational and you have to establish a specific sequence of, of chain moves in order to do like certain moves. And it's like if the, the, the whole gameplay, the whole flow seemed to me so clunky in recent well, years. You got to think like for a wrestling video game, who is getting a wrestling video game, wrestling fans. Wrestling fans are not necessarily diehard sports fans. So when someone plays like an NBA 2K, they're, you know, their head's in the game. They're not, they may not watch, you know, uh, you know, superhero movies and not you know, mm-hmm. comic books. I feel like people that watch wrestling, like us, like our group of people, we love comic books, love wrestling. I mean, uh, love like, you know, Marvel movies and all that. Like, so, we're into like give us you know give us the the, the characters we just want to fight you know it's not yeah let loose yeah it's a fighting game I mean you want to yeah two K has a very you bring up a very a very good point because sports games now in an effort to uh, achieve a level of realism there seems to be this increased emphasis on tactics and uh, more um, elaborate control schemes and something that would be more akin to a, a sports game. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it flows over to a wrestling game too well because it's, it's just a straight up, you know, it's supposed to be like a, a fighting game. It's supposed to be, you know, a, a, a fun experience. You know, it's not like sports. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, right. it's a different animal. And I think they have to really work on that and really take that into consideration. And hopefully with this game, maybe it's going back to that, that formula. But I guess time will tell when the game comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think another thing that was uh, basically a, the trend, not even a really trendsetter, but the one thing that stood out a lot in the video games was the actual music. So it started off with like an original, Definitely. original crappy like generic background music like this. And then it, it eventually went up to actual music at yeah. one point. Soundtracks. and Went from that and like Puff think, Daddy's on this track. Uh, he wasn't. Was he? Well, was he? Was he, was he was no, I was Puff just Puff Daddy, that, Diddy Daddy. Was he was on? He, he was uh, on. You mean Diddy Dirty Money? Diddy Dirty Money, uh, John. Whatever his name is. Dirty right. Money. Let's go with I Sean, don't know. It's Sean Combs. You, it's Flo Rida, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly, R.I.P. Machine, Machine Gun Kelly. 
<laughs> he, he didn't die, but his career did. <laughs> his career did after Eminem destroyed him. Um, so I mean, I'm gonna. I actually might buy this one. I might buy 2K19. Haven't played one of these in a bit. Think it might be you know cool to play again. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, I I think that uh, with all the people that they're adding in, and hopefully uh, with some of the new. Um, You all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I think <laughs> well, I don't know. New. I don't know what happened there. Uh, with with the new technology that's out, maybe they will make it a little bit easier. Or you know what? Another thing that I was thinking about, Nick, is maybe when they have the gameplay, they can you can switch the buttons to like classic. Uh, so tri- so triangle for your furniture. Yeah, exactly. And then L one and triangle to steal your uh, your uh, your finishing move. Precisely. Now, John. Chris, I I know you been checked out of this part of the conversation because anything past well, 2000 I, we haven't played but wait i do have i, I do have a question i i well i want your perspective on like the weird wcw games that had come out in like the 90s and you can ask your question you do both <laughs> well my my question goes alongside your question to me uh, does this new 2k 1918 what is it 19 they go the year ahead 2K19, does it come with a rumble pack? <laughs> oh. You know what? I, 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 Chris, believe it or not, the, the, the vibration pack is actually built in to today's controller. Oh, it's built inside. <laughs> See, Nintendo, Nintendo 64 oh was way ahead. Yeah, you, you don't, you don't need to take it out. You don't need to put, you don't need to put AAA batteries in there, double A's or whatever they took. It's like when the Model T, when the Model T came out and they didn't have air conditioners installed in the cars. <laughs> They eventually. Oh decided. God! I feel so ancient for having played these games. Oh God! Hey, you know what? it's not. <laughs> but they're all that I know, and they were easy to play. There was basically like, uh, you know, you use B to strike, and then the A was like the grappling thing, and you hit one of the C buttons on wait, the right. Wait, and hold on, you did wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Are you talking about N sixty four or is a Super Nintendo? Because it sounds like Super no, Nintendo and- to me. It's N64. No, N64. Okay. Cuz I, I did not N64. have N64. This... I, had, I, I was a PlayStation baby, so I was spoiled. Oh, excuse me. But probably not as spoiled as you because, you know, N64 is Mario Kart and all that stuff. I never had that. <gasps> Hell yeah. I remember Even though I, I never had that either either. I was a PlayStation baby myself and I had uh, a couple of WCW games. I had WCW NWO Thunder. I also had ah, Thunder. um Backstage Assault, I think it was called. Or no, no, it was WCW Mayhem. That was the other one that I had. Uh, that one was kind of okay. Um, Chris, some of the weird WCW ones. What were what were some of those? And do you do you, did you play WCW NWO World Tour was the first ever one, and believe it or not, the Giant was on the cover. Oh, of that, yes. So I for you younger it. people who don't know who the Giant is, he is well known uh, today the as show. the Big Show. Yep. Where? Show. And then um, I think it was Paul WCW White. Revenge mm. that had, um, I believe, Hogan, Hall, and Nash, and maybe Goldberg and Sting, I want to say, on the cover. That was WCW Revenge? I think so, I want to say. But I, I love the way, I mean, my brother never let me win. Uh, he actually, never let me win, but the, it was a lot of fun to try and beat him. the The cover was Hogan as Hollywood Hogan, Nash, Raven, right. and Goldberg. 
Oh, Raven. It was Raven. Raven. What a wow. He was like, Quote, they had, Raven, they, they had to wrap the mid card, I guess, somehow. What the heck did he do that got him on the cover that year? Raven? Yeah. he. I mean, he was a, a, a pretty big member of their mid card back in the day, I would assume. Maybe it was that's like why U.S. Was, camp a few times. Maybe he was just representing the mid card. Yeah, Repping the mid card. But I remember having to do all the uh, the taunts to get the crowd going. Yeah. To get your meter up so you could do your special move, and it was the grapple. You had to hold the grapple and hit the joystick, and it did your special move. Now, Chris, were you a, a no mercy guy? I have no idea what that is. All right. Well, that was that's the end of our podcast. We'll talk to you later. Um, so, no, I, I never played No Mercy. I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Just ju- just what? jumping off of Chris's uh, WCW uh, Revenge. Um, this is according to the article I'm reading. That video game is the first time THQ actually put arenas into the game, and they used uh, Nitro, Starcade, and all that stuff. So that that was pretty, yes. that was probably pretty cool seeing that too. Yes, I, I actually remember, now that you said that, John, I remember um, I always did my matches at Halloween Havoc because that was my favorite pay-per-view at the time. And I did all my matches at the Royal Rumble because that was my favorite pay-per-view at the time as well. <laughs> and still is. But well, no, how about that? No Mercy, cash me outside. No, <laughs> no Mercy was basically the... Ne- the next week on the show, Danielle Bergoli. <laughs> I, I never that? had that game, so I never. I don't think I played it. I, I really never had that game. Oh, well, it's basically the golden eye of wrestling games, as far as like N sixty four goes. Well, Wait, which that? game is Golden Eye? Is an awesome game too. Just saying. Exactly. What, what game is that? WWF. WWF. No mercy. Okay. No mercy. But uh. No mercy. But the, the original SmackDown games, uh, just jumping back to there for a second, there was only about uh, about five or six of them. Um, and the original two were released both in the same year within like seven or eight months of each other. So the, the second game actually probably took away some of the first game's sales. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, you think about think it. About the that. game was... And then mm-hmm. the sequel for that was released a year after. And know, they one. started doing it every year. Now that became a tradition, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, well, at, and at one point, they were actually going to have, I don't know if you guys knew this, uh, they, they actually were going to have a uh, like a WWE Universe game, I think it was called, or just WWE The Game. And it was supposed to be a one-time game, and it was supposed to just download automatic roster updates, which was suppo- which I guess was pretty see, cool. To me, time. that makes the most sense, yeah. because you have constant roster changes, uh, gimmick changes, looks, you know, everything's... Right. You know, constantly changing in WWE, and that's, you know, a lot of people complain. You know, this person's not in the mat. You know, not in the game. Like, where's Bobby Lashley? Where's Steve Jacobson from NXT? Where's you know, Tony Morreale from you know in NXT? Uh, this is like random. You know, yeah, random. J- Jimmy slips. Yeah. Jimmy slips. Uh, you know, and that that's the trouble with these games is that if once once they come out. You know they're outdated immediately. Once they yeah. once, literally the day, the day later, they're they're, you know, out. That's why they have add-ons now. You oh, pay yeah. money to keep it DLC yeah. and add-ons and all that. Right, and uh, it's changed. Yeah, and I, I think uh, 
the, the last thing I want to touch on, because this is my favorite part of every WWE game, as I mentioned it before, creative wrestlers, create, uh, create entrances, oh, create yeah. an arena. That gives you so much to play around with. John and, John was a big, big fan, is a big fan of creative wrestlers. Right. And the I think it's called WWE Shop now on the video game, where you can actually go in and look at other people's creations and download them for your own use. That That... Basically, is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, you could pretty much go in and download anybody you want to look for, as long as somebody else had it. So, like, you could go in and look for Spider Man. Let's say you could download it. You could download a Spider Man. Yeah. You could. They may even have a move set uh, or an entrance. When when it comes to created wrestlers, I think I did the same person every time. Yeah, John, uh, Danny would make the most obnoxious. <laughs> Create a wrestler, just someone with very tiny legs, huge upper body, you know, dragon tattoos, tattoos on the face. And I do remember on one of the SmackDown games, you could uh, you could actually choose your own, not your own voice, but you could choose one of five voices. I think it was um, three of them were males, and I think two of them were females. Um, and I do remember the males; they they prevent they progressively got deeper the the lower the numbers went. So I'm sure Danny picked either the deep one or the high one, never the middle one. Hey, I don't remember. Hey, so yeah. I always thought that was I, I always thought that was a little funny. Um, no, creative wrestler mode is is the best. You can make your own video game. Essentially, and uh, John, do you mind if I throw out something personal in your life? Sure. Your high school. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah. So I graduated from Monsignor Farrell in Staten Island. Um, Staten Island. Yes, I know love. And uh, I believe it was SmackDown versus Raw, uh, one of the first two ones. Um, <laughs> I I went a little nuts with this one. I created some of my former teachers, and I created a pay-per-view called Farrell Fallout. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. Yeah. And... Um, I know you could actually. This is gonna sound stupid too, but on the game, it's a brilliant can, name. Power Fallout. It's amazing. Like, like Chris, if you were to make a if you were to make a pay per view starring your high school teachers, what would it be called? Because you went to St. Edmunds. Oh God. Would it be like St. Edmunds Day Massacre? St. Edmunds. <laughs> that's amazing. That's really that's good. John, you should write the WWE uh, pay per view <laughs> names. I yeah. actually remember very vividly uh, being at John's house at the time, watching the Farrell Fallout uh, preview video. Yes. Because in in the That's game when you did awesome. when you did pay per view creations, you could start up the pay per view and it would show like this this trailer, but it would be randomly generated. So if you played it multiple times, you yep. get random combinations of characters. And I remember, I just remember very distinctly for some reason two specific male teachers, one grabbing the other by the head and literally punching the other one in the head and knocking <laughs> him down. <laughs> Uh, it was so great. Yep, but um, but yeah, that 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 was a fun feature creating your own pay per views with your own created wrestlers, even if they're not famous, not big name wrestlers that aren't included on the yeah. game. Um, <laughs> one of the one other thing I want to point out that I know Nick loves when <laughs> when you change people's move sets around. So like, let's say uh, let's say you take the Big Show, you assign the Big Show. Um, Let's go with 2K19. You sign the Big Show, Alexa Bliss's moveset. So he comes out using her theme song. Oh, her the moves, entrance. Yeah, her yeah. Entrance. And some of them, if you look online on YouTube, people do this all the time because they have no lives. Um, and no harsh. time. Yes. Because look, look at us. We have no lives. We're sitting in a 
studio doing a podcast. Hey, um, you guys got wives. Yep. Um, whoa, so, whoa, whoa, not all of us. Calm down. Okay. All right. Two of us, though. Um, so, <laughs> just jumping back now. The doing the big show with Alexa Bliss's but it was coming out like seeing the big show doing like uh, like a female thing. It's frigging hilarious. All right. I remember uh, my crowning achievement uh, moment where it literally was like discovering gold in that regard was I was browsing uh, the ever-reliant GameFAQs.com webpage. Oh, man. And one of the suggested entrance move uh, modifications that they made at the time for SmackDown Just Bring It was to pair up uh, a big show and a small-sized wrestler, anybody that had small height, and give them Matt Hardy and lead his entrance, and the small wrestler would go to kiss the Big Show, but because Big Show is so big, it was like the small wrestler was kissing his nipple, and that's what would happen. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ah, so yeah. verdict I think is in. We'll, we'll, we'll test it out. We'll test it out, yeah. and we'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. I'm buying. I'm buying it for sure. And then I'll come over and I'll play, and I, my mind will literally be blue. I I think maybe the next step. For 2K19 or even 2K20, is that is that what do we call? That'd be the next. Yeah. Or WWE 2020. Um, maybe they could utilize the VR headsets for PlayStation 4 or something like that. That'd be w- sick. Where it'd be like a 360 degree yeah. vertical horizontal view of the ring, and you walk yeah. out the, walking down the entrance ramp. That'd be pretty cool, but it might be a little dangerous. Can't have people walking out of there. You know, living rooms into yeah. their kitchen to a hot stove. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, all right. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that might conclude. The, that wraps uh, the it podcast. up. that was a little uh, over. That was a little uh, anticlimactic there, but um, I know it was a little. Hey, it was a, it was kind of like a messed up finish, just like Hell in a Cell. Ah, I see what we did there. <laughs> so see, we planned that. That was brilliant writing on our part. There we go. We actually didn't write that. Ooh, came up. Came up. With it's Al Natural. Yep. So, uh, so for those of you listening, um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please reach out. Reach out to us on Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Uh, go check out our Instagram. Uh, that's at Empty Arena Podcast. Uh, reach out to us on Gmail, Empty Arena Podcast at Gmail And I think that's all of our social media for now. Uh, we are now. officially on iTunes, so uh, go check us out there. Uh, still on Anchor FM and. Probably right now about thirteen or fourteen other uh, podcasting platforms, uh, including Spotify, um, Google Play, and all that fun stuff. Uh, so if you can, like, subscribe, share, whatever you got to do. Download, download, subscribe, everything. And we're going to try to get some big name on here soon, hopefully. And, and like I said last week, the 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 offer still stands. If you can, if you email us with the name of the movie that John quoted last week. Uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. You can literally <laughs> write that in the subject line. We're still waiting for somebody to get back to us. Oh, Whoever's made it this far, you'll get a prize from me. I'll, I'll fund the prize. Just, just just don't send us any uh, any bad pictures of certain uh, body parts, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no Richard picks. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. That was Chris. my gym teacher. <laughs> so, for the Empty Arena Podcast, I'm John. I'm Andrew. I'm Danny. And I'm Nick. And uh, come live via satellite, we have... Chris. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Live from Staten Island. Good Thank night, you. everybody. Staten Island. Thanks for listening, and good night. Good fight. What? Don't let the bed lugs. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.